daf is Bavakama daf Chof. And we are 13 lines from the top of daf Yutes Omidbeis, Boi Rav Eino. Today's daf is being learned as a schus for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, Hanesunu Batsaru Bashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schus Rafur Shalema for Sara Nechama Basrus Malko, Shmuel Yosef Ben Henya Freida, and Tinoik Ben Leia Aliza Bas Miriam. Today's daf is also being learned. Le'ilu nishmas binyamin meyer ben ruvain david hashem yimkom Dhamma. So we're moving along here in the sugyas of perek keitzad haragel. Specifically, the gemara's discussion of the first mishnah, which began keitzad haragel muetes. So really, the topic is all things related to regel. Zok the gemara boy ravena ravena had a shiloh. If an animal was mazik be'amasa with its aver tashmish, so there was a kishui aver, and the animal then used the aver to be mazik. Mal, what's the halach? Meaning, the question is, do we view this as being urche, and as a result, the chiyav would be nezik sholem, or is that considered out of the ordinary, and as a result, the chiyav would be chatzin nezik. Mi amrin, do we say, midi da'aviyah karen, that this should be viewed as karen. That's which one of the obvious nezikin that should fall under. Why? Karen, lav yitzra katakifle, isn't every time an animal is mazik with karen, he's overcome by some urge, some desire, some yitzahara, to do something, hachanami loishnot, sounds like this would be very similar to that. Or perhaps, Karen kavanasi lahasik. Karen, true that Yitzro katakifle, but really the predominant feature of Karen is the fact that it's kavanasi lahakif. It's a yetzahara to do damage. Huh. However, in this case, in Kavanah that's not really what the kavana of the animal was. And the Gemara says, Teku, this is something that is going to remain unresolved. Now, as far as understanding the Tzadim of the Shailah a little bit better, that's something that we're not going to discuss now. But Bezer Hashem will be a Balchayv. It's something we're going to come back to. Says the Gemara, referring back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah was discussing... Regel, and the Mishnah said, uh, Tarnagol is a muad in that as it walks, if it causes any damage, you're going to have to pay Nezak Shal. Then the Mishnah said, What would be if you had a Tarnagol and there was a Dlil that was tied to its feet? So we learned the Mishnah, we said, Rashi says, Tu Pshatim, and what a Dlil is. The first Pshat Rashi says, It's called Dabra Niksha Beregel, Hatarnagol, Koridol. It just means that something is attached to the foot. What it is, is irrelevant. The point is that it's something. Inami Rashi says, could be the girsa is really not the lil, but it's dili. So there was a pail attached to it. But the point is this: that if the tarnagal had a dlil that was kosher beraklov and it damaged, it was meshaber kalim. The Allah is instead of paying nezek sholem, you're going to pay chatzin nezek. Now, when we learned the mishnah, we explained the mishnah the way Rashi explains the mishnah, and that is that the reason. In this case, you pay only Chatzinezek is because the case is where the Tarnagal took this Dalil and threw it. And when the Tarnagal threw it, it's then that damage was caused. The point is, the Tarnagal was Mazik, but not with the Gufa Tarnagal, but rather with the Koyach of the Tarnagal. Thus, it's Tsroiris. Tsroiris, although it's a total regal, pays only Chatzinezek. And that's the reason why in this Mishnah, the Halach is that Meshalim Chatzinezek. Now, this that 
Rashi was mefarish the Mishnah that that's what the case is was based on the maskona of the Gemara that we're about to learn right now. So we already know the end of the story. And based on that, the Mishnah is very gishmak. We understand why the Allah is chatzinezek. Stating that, the Gemara got to its maskana by working through some other possibilities. And we're going to now learn the Gemara's thought process in real time. So again, knowing what we know, really everything we're about to discuss now doesn't make so much sense. We know Pshan and the Mishnah, it's Tzairus. That's why you only pay Chatzinezek. But we know the Maskana. So the Gemara now, working through it, is trying to figure out what exactly Pshan and the Mishnah is. And the Gemara begins with a comment that was made by the Amir Rafuna. Amir Rafuna, Rafuna said, Shanu, this halacha of the Mishnah. And that is that if there was a Dlil Kosha Beraglov, Um Meshaber Sakelim, that halacha is Meshalim Chatzinezek. That's only true. Shenikshem Yelov. In the event, Event that the Delil was tied onto the Tarnagal by itself, meaning the Tarnagal somehow finagled this. But if a person would go, he would take the Delil and he would tie it onto the Tarnagal and then it would be Mazik. So the Allah is Chayif, then the person that tied it would be Chayif and he would be Chayif Nezek Shalak. Says the Gemara. Okay, so you're telling me that the Mishnah is talking not where a person tied it, but rather where it was tied by itself. So the Gemara says, in that case, when it's tied by itself, who's Chayef? Now, what are the possibilities? The owner of the Delil or the owner of the Tarnagal. Now, if it's the same person, then we're not having this conversation. But assuming that they're two different people, one person owns the Delil, the other person owns the Tarnagal, so the Gemara wants to know who is it that's going to be Chayef. Is it that the Baladil is going to be Chayef? Meaning, someone had a Delil, and then a Tarnagal came, he chopped this Delil, he tied it onto himself, and then it caused damage. And we're saying that the Baladil is going to be Chayef. Says the Gemara, Hey what's the case? Ida Atznei. If... It's talking about where the Baladlil had hidden his Dalil. So why would he be Chayev? Honestly, he's an Oynes. Meaning, if his Dalil was in a protected place, and then the Tarnagal came, and it caused damage, so why would the Baladlil be Chayev? And if the case is where it wasn't hidden, meaning it was in some exposed area, in that instance, he's a Peshaya. Meaning, the Dalil then which was not Atzne, should be viewed, this is the way Rashi learns, as a Barbashusar And if that's the case, then he's a Balabar, so that if the Tarnagal would now come, and the Tarnagal would tie the Dlil onto himself, and then somebody would get damaged from the Dlil, the halacha is that the Baladlil should be Chayev Altsbar, and what's the point? He should be Chayev Nezek Sholem Altsbar. So again, it's a little bit tricky, this Gemara. Rav Huna is commenting ostensibly on the Mishnah, that when the Mishnah says that if there was a Dalil that was tied to the Tarnagal, the Allah is, you pay Chatzinezek, it's only true if it was Niksha Me'elov. If, however, it was Kashrei Adam, then you're going to pay Nezek Shalom. So if it was tied by itself, you pay Chatzinezek. So the Gemara says, who? You're telling me the Baladil is going to be Chayev, Chatzinezek. What's the case? If the case is that he had hit his Dalil, so you shouldn't be Chayev anything. He did nothing wrong. He's an innocent in this whole story. Tarnagal walked into his house, opened the closet, took a Dalil, tied it onto this thing. He walked outside and somebody tripped on it. Why would he be Chayef Chatzinezek? He did nothing wrong. Elamai, it's talking about when he was Pasheya. Okay, so the Tarnagal took this Barbashus Arabim, tied it onto himself, somebody tripped on it. Now, we know the end of the story. That's not what happened. Nobody tripped on the Tarnagal. Tarnagal threw it. Okay, but we don't know that in real time. So somebody tripped on it. So basically, you had a bar, somebody moved the bar, 
ended up tripping on the bar. So the halach is true, the balat will should be chayiv, but he should be chayiv nezek sholim. He shouldn't be chayiv chati nezek. Now, just to chazer, if somebody makes a bar b'shoseravim, and then the bar moves, an animal moves it somewhere else, and somebody trips on that bar. So the halach is the original balat bar is chayiv. It's what's known as bar hameskalgo, baragli adamu baragli behema. It's a mafurish shigemar and davavam and aleph. It's one of the four things that the gemara was marber from the tzad hashav and the mishnah that based on aleph. So again, if the case is where the dalil was hidden, so then the baldul is anointed. And if the case where he was a paisheya and then the tarnagol took it, he tied it to his leg, and somebody tripped over it. So the chur it's a bar hameskalgo, bar hameskalgo. The Allah says he should be chayiv nezek shalik. Says the gemara, Ella, what do you have to say? The one Rav Huna said loishanu ella shenikshem yelo be chayiv chatzin nezek. It means the Balatarnagal is going to be Chayev Chatzinazak, meaning the case will have to be where this Dalil was really hidden. As a result, the uh, Baladlil is not a Balabar. It's not going to be a Barmas Goggle. Who created this whole Matzav over here? The Tarnagal is the one that created it. Thus, the Balatarnagal is going to be Chayev. But the Gemara says, I don't understand why Chayev Chatzinazak. Why is he not Chayev Nezak Shalim? Because it says that if a man makes a bar, then Balabar Yashalim. But we learn from Kiyiftach Ishbar Veloishar. But if Ishbar would create a bar, you'd be Pot. And over here, who created the bar? It's the Tarnagal that created the bar. But if that's the case, Chatzin Ezek Nami, then you shouldn't be Chayv Chatzin Ezek either, because Ishbar Velo Yisharbar. Again, Maman of Shach. So where are you coming up with this whole Chatzin Ezek business? So the Gemara doesn't understand why would you be Chayv Chatzin Ezek. The assumption is that the case is that somebody tripped over the Dalil that was on the Tarnagal. If that's the case, then really what it should be is a bar, and then work out the cases. The Baladlil, either it should be Chayv nothing or it should be Chayv and really the Balatarnagal, being that there's a drush of Kiyiftach Ishbar, Veloy Sharbar, he certainly shouldn't be high of anything. So what's Pashib Shad in Rav Huna, who said, that in that case, the Allah is going to be that Yechayv Chatzin Nezek, it's very Tzarech beer. We need a little bit of help. So the Gemara says what we already know. The case of the Mishnah is where the Tarnagal took the Dalil and he threw it. And the Chiyav over here is not Bar. But rather, the Chiyav over here is Regal. And what type of Regal? Tzroyris. And that's why the Allah is, you're going to be Chayev Chatzin and frankly, it doesn't matter if it was Niksham Yelov or if somebody tied it, because the Chiv is not a Chiv bar. Once the Targal throws it, it's a whole nother Av. Now we're dealing with Regal, and that's why you're going to be Chayev Chatzin Now, why did we think it was bar? Because Rav Huna had said, So it sounds like it matters how it was tied. Was it tied by itself or did somebody tie it? If what we're dealing with is Tzroyrus, then it shouldn't matter how it got there because at the end of the day, once the Tarnagal throws it, it's automatically Tzroyrus. So to explain Rav Huna's comment, which really has no Havana, once we said that the Mishnah is discussing Ba'ad Ya'adriye, so the Gemara has to now refocus Rav Huna's Halacha. And you have to say, Vichy Itmar di Ravuna, the Alma Itmar. Ravuna was talking, never commenting on the Mishnah, because in the Mishnah it doesn't matter who tied it. It doesn't matter how it was tied. So what then was Ravuna discussing? He was discussing Ba'alma. He was saying a halach in a vacuum. And he was talking about a dlil hefker. Let's say there'd be a dlil, that's hefker. Nobody owns this dlil. On that comment, Amr Ravuna, Ravuna said, if it somehow ended up on the foot of a tarnagal and somebody tripped over it, not Sreiris, somebody tripped over it, and it was mazak ayyadeh bar, so the halach is, potter, you're going to be potter. 
Why? Because there's no one here that should be chayev. There's no baladlil, and if a tarnagal makes a bar, it's not considered a bar. Kashray adam, if somebody else would tie the dlil shall hefker on the tarnagal, then that person is going to be chayev. The reason is because the minute that he picks up the Dlil Zakrashi, he's coined the Dlil Shal Hefker Behagba. Now it's already his. So you took your Dlil and you tied it on a Tarnagal, you're going to be Chayef. What are you Chayef for? Mishum Mai Chayef, Amrafunu Bar Manoyach, Mishum Boire Hameskalgo, Beragle Yodam, Beragle Behemoth. When you tied it on the Tarnagal, at that second it became your bar. Now, granted, the Tarnagal went for a stroll, and as a result, now the Tarnagal is already Bemokamacher. True, your Bar is no longer in the place where you had originally placed it. It's what's known as That's the Gemara in Davav and And the Allah is that you're going to be Chayiv. Either way, what's the short recap to what we just said? That when it says in the Mishnah, It's talking about It's talking about where the Tarnagal took this Dalil and he threw it. And that's what caused the damage. It's a told of Regal. But at the same time, it's Tzroyros, and it's for that reason the halach is, you'd be chayv chatzin ezek. What would be if there was a delil that was tied on the Tarnagal, and the Tarnagal didn't throw it, but rather somebody tripped on it, and as a result, there was damage that was occurred? That would already be bar. What's the halacha? So you have to learn the sugya of bar. If the Tarnagal did it by itself, so there's a halacha ki yiftach ish bar, shar bar, or for that. Same matter of a Tarnagal bar. Either way, that was the Gemara's discussion. So we shift our attention now from the sugya of Ketzad Hashem Muadas to the sugya of Ket. I'm sorry, from the sugya of Ketzad Haregam Muadas to the sugya of Ketzad Hashem Muadas. Of the Mishnah, Ketzad Hashem Muadas. So what's your classic chain? Chain means a tooth, and your classic chain is where an animal eats something that doesn't belong to him, and he does so. When it's something that was ra'ilah, meaning he eats food that's appropriate for this animal. So as we'll see in the Gemara a little bit, not all Michael Behema was created equally, and different behemoths and different chayas, so they're accustomed to eating different types of foods. The point is that a shein is muedes lechel es ha'ra'ilah. A behema, the Mishnah says, tzimsveitenmol, muedes lechel peyrois v'yerakos. Why the redundancy? So the Gemara already discussed this on Daf Yud Zayin on the days. Tanashen the Chayev, Tanashen the Behemo. We're going to get back to this Beis Hashem and the Reit. Achlok sus oikelim. If an animal ate a beged or he ate kelim, Meshalim chatzinazik. The Allah is you're only going to pay chatzinazik. Why? Because that's your quintessential enoiroyla. And if it's enoiroyla, it's not shame. So what is it? It caused damage. It did it in a way where it's unusual. It's Karen, therefore, until it's established to be a Mu'ad, the Allah is, you're only going to pay Chatzin Nezik. When is it that everything that we just said is true? It's only true if it happens, if it happens, it's going to be Potter. And this is, of course, the Mishnah's source to the halacha that Shane b'shus harabim is part of because it says ubir b'steyacha. The Gemara is going to discuss. It sounds a little bit like everything that the Mishnah just said is only true b'shus hanizik as opposed to b'shus harabim. Meaning, even if it ate ksusay kalen, we yemeshalim chatzinezik, which we said is keren. Even here, it sounds like it's only going to be true if it's b'shus hanizik. Keren's chay b'shus harabim. So that's going to be a big discussion in the Gemara. Mishnah continues and says ve'im nehenis meshalemes mashenes if. You have a situation of shame b'shosarabim. With Allah is your potter, 
Potter means you don't have to repay the full value of the damage that occurred. Stating that, we do assess the hana that the animal had, and we're mechaev, the owner of the animal, to at the very least give to the nizik the dmei hana that he had. So, although it's true, your potter, shame b'shosarabim, from dmei hezik, but every shame has hana. Right? That's the defining feature of shame. And the Dmei Hana, that's something that you are going to have to pay. Says the Mishnah, How exactly does that play itself out? And really, these next two lines are very much going to be the topic of tomorrow's daf. So we'll just read the words and we'll pick this up tomorrow. If the animal ate from the Rechava, meaning from the street, from the Rishasarabim, so you put there from paying for the damage, but that's where you paid Mehana. If the animal ate from the sides of the Rechava, then already it's a regular Chiyav Nezakin, you have to pay the full value of the damage. If the animal ate from the door of the Chanos, of a Store mishalemes mashenenes mitoycha chanos. If he ate from inside, that's ready. Ubir b'steyach mishalemes mashenziko. Again, a much lengthier discussion of this part of the Mishnah. Beis Hashem and tomorrow's stuff. So again, the Mishnah began. Kitzad Hashem muedes lechol esaroyelo, and then some tzveitin mal. Habehemem muedes lechol peres viyorakos. Ach luxus egalim where it's not royelo. Then already mishalim. Food that's roy for the animal to eat. Or the animal drank. Mashkin, that's roy. You have to pay nezik shalom. So the price says, albeit in a wordier way, what the Mishnah said. So the price continues and says, the same would be true regarding a chaya that enters. The Chatzar Hanizik, Vitarfa Behemo, and what does Vitarfa mean? It killed the animal, the Achla Basar, and ate its meat. Mishalim Nezik Shalim, you're going to have to pay Nezik Shalim. If this line sounds familiar, it's because the Gemara already discussed it at length on Daftezayin on the base, because the Gemara was Medayik, that the Mishnah sounds like it's talking about all Chaya. So you pick the Chaya, it's included in this Mishnah. Le Rabbi is the Ari. And it sounds then like an Ari, that's Tarfa Ba'achla, is considered Orche. Thus, you pay Nezik Shalim, which the Gemara thought was a Kasha on Shmuel's memory. Because of that, the Gemara had a whole different Mahalach, how maybe he's supposed to read the Mishnah. Ayin Either way, the Mishnah continues and says that a paro that would eat sa'irim, or the chamar karshinin, or chamar that eats karshinin. So it seems that karshinin is Michael paro, and sa'irin is Michael chamar. So what happened over here was it happened in the reverse. The paro ate the meal that was prepared for the chamar, and the chamar ate the suda that was prepared for the paro. And as if I ate the kelev shemen, a kelev that ate shemen oil, the chazir shachal chatikah shabaser, or a chazir that ate baser. So the kelev eats baser, and the chazir eats shemen. But again, the kelev took the meal of the chazir, and the chazir is eating what was prepared for the kelev. So in all these cases, mishal menezek shalim. The halach is that you pay nezek shalim. So Rapapa heard this price, and Rapapa commented on the last part of the price. Amr Rapapa, Rapapa said, He said, why is it that if the chamar eats the meal of the paro, or the kelev eats the, cham, the meal of the chazir, in all these different cases, you pay nezek shalim? Is that royalah? So Papa said probably the reason is because although it's not royal law, meaning it's not usually what the caliph will choose from the menu when you offer him a variety of options, but at the same time, the shasatrak, if he's hungry, it is something that he's going to eat. So said Rapopa, that achila al yedei achak, 
Shmo'achilo. So says Rapopo, if that's the case, I want to say something else. That Hayshun Redochel Tamri. If you have a cat that eats tomorrow, dates, the Cham Redochel Binisa, or you have a donkey that eats fish, Meshalim Nezak Shalim, you're also going to pay Nezak Shalim because this is also considered Achila Yadayat Chat. The obvious question is, what's Rapopo being Mechadish? Rapopo just gave two additional examples of something that the Brysa said four times, right? The Brysa gave four examples. Rapopo said, this is true, I'll give you another two examples. So clearly there's some added chiddush in what Rapopo is saying versus what's already in the Furish and the Mishnah. But either way, he ate bread, and he destroyed the basket that the bread was in. So there was a bread basket, and the Hamar wanted the bread. But in order to get to the bread, he had to go through the basket first. So he eats the bread, he rips up the basket, and Chayvi Rav Yehuda L'Shalim Nezek Shalom Anahamu, and Rav Yehuda was brought this court case, and he said like this, that the Balachamor has to pay Nezek Shalom for the bread. But for the basket, you only have to pay Chatzin Nezek. Meaning, it's normal for the Chamor to eat the bread, and therefore you're going to have to pay Nezek Shalim, but for the Salah, that's not even an Achila Yudeyat Chak, and it's for that reason, that's Meshunah, that's like Ochlok Sos V'Kelem, it is a Keli, and therefore the Allah is, you're going to pay Chatzin Nezek. But the Gemara asks a good kasha, even the Orchel Mechel Nahamo, being that it would be the derech for the Chamar to eat the bread, and the only way for him to get to the bread is by first putting up a fight with the Salah, so Urchei Nahamo Deflu say Salah. So by definition, it should make it Urchei for the Salah, and you should pay Nezek Sholim for the Salah. So you're right, if you have a basket and there's nothing in it, and Okanami, I understand it's Bashuni, you should only pay Chatzin Nezek. But over here, there was something in it. So Luchura, shouldn't it be Nezek Sholim for the basket too? So the Gemara says that wasn't the case. The case was not what we thought it was. But rather, the Ochel, the Hader Polis. What happened was, first, the Chamar ate the bread, and he actually left the basket intact, and afterwards he went after the basket. At that point, being that the bread was not inside of it, so it's not a Urche, it's Mashona, and that's why he only had to pay Chasin as a Gemara says, Upas Urcheyu. Is it Urche? Al Koponim, Ayedeat Chak, for a Chamor to eat bread? Reminu, I'll ask you a Kasha, Ochlo Pas. Ubasar, the tafshel, if an animal would eat either bread or flesh or a tafshel, some other appetizer, mishalim chatzinezek, dalach is, you would only pay chatzinezek. My love, the behemoth, isn't this talking about a behemoth? And if it's talking about a behemoth, so you see clearly that for a, a behemoth, it's considered out of the ordinary to eat pass. So why was he mechaev in that case, the animal to pay nezek shalim for eating the pass? So the Gemara says, loy bechayo. It's talking about a chaya. This b'raisa is not talking about a chamar. It's talking about a chaya. And for the chaya, it's talking not the derech to eat pas, even al yedeyat chak. And it's for that reason, yechayv chatinezek. So for chamar, yeah, but for a chaya, not. So but if that's the case, chaya, then basar urcheyhu. So why do you only pay chatinezek for the basar? I mean, a chaya eats basar. So... Why is it that you only pay Chatzin Nezek for that? So the Gemara has a few suggestions. Number one, the mitvi. Maybe it's talking about where the meat was cooked. So it's true that a chaya eats basar, but he eats evam and achai. This is already mitvi, Rashi Tzliyesh. This was roasted, and for that already it's added an ordinary. The Iba Yisema, or you could say betavya. It's that our 
animal here wasn't a chamar, it wasn't a regular chaya, but rather it was a tzvi, it was a deer. And the deer is ain't dark lechel, sign not pas, and sign not baser, and that's why for both you pay chatzin nezek. Could be talking about a chamar. Ah, if that's the case, you have a stira. Here, Rabbi Huda Paskin, that the chamar that ate the pas pays nezek shalom. Here it's before Shabbat, you pay chatzin nezek. The Mara says, it's talking about where the chamar was sitting at the table with a fork and a knife, and that already, the whole matzah was mishuna, and that's why he was to pay Khatinazak. So you're right, for him to eat a, a loaf of bread is not Mishuna. It's Achila Yadeat Chakal Kopanim, but for him to sit as oi, that's already Khatinazak, and that's why he only was Khaivim to pay half. There was a goat. The Chaza Lifta Apuma Dadana. These are classic Bavagama cases. So there was a, a goat that saw a turnip and it was on the top of a barrel. No, so what did he do? Sarah. Solid, Achlulalifta. So he went to the top of the barrel, he's sitting there, he's eating this turnip, the tafiladana, and he destroyed the dana. So Chaybi Rabba, I lift the dana, Nezak Shalom. So Rabbi was Mechayev, the Balagot, to pay Nezak Shalom, Sai for the lifter, and Sai for the dana. Why? My time. Meaning, it's, I understand Urche for him to eat the, the lefes, but is it Urche for him to break the barrel? The answer is ordinarily no. But even the Urche Lamecha lifter, Urche Namim, the Surah Lamislak. Being that it's the Derech Femta, to want the food, if the food is sitting there looking him in the eye, and he possibly can't overcome his temptation, so now it already becomes urche to him to scale the barrel, and that's why, for this whole in, you would have to pay Nazak Shalim. Omar Ilfa, of Ilfa fame. What would be if you There were two animals walking in Rishos One animal had food on top of it. The other animal went and took the food. He was pushed at Zavar, he stretched out its neck, and he whacked the food off the other animal. So, what was the Nizakin that took place? Which one of the Arba of Nizikin? Which one of the buckets does this fall into? It's Shane. And it's Shane where? That's where this took place. I'll tell you a chiddush That's why my time because Gabi Chaverta kechatzer hanizik dami because we look at the other animal as being a chatzer even metaltolin can be considered a chatzar. Now, this is a chatzar ma'aleches. But the point is, we look at the behemoth as being a chatzar. Thus, the food that's on top of the behemoth is bechatzar anizik, to beer bestayacher. And therefore, the halach is that you're going to be chayev. I think I have a raya to ilfa. There was a person walking, and he had a kupa that was right, was behind him. And then an animal came, right? He couldn't see the animal, he didn't have a rear view mirror. And all of a sudden, the animal comes. And he hops a little bit of the food out of the kupa. So now Allah is chayeves. Now this all happened in a rishus harabim ostensibly. So why are you chayev? It's shame rishus harabim. It must be ilfas halacha because we look at the kupa as a chatzer keilu. Thus the food is bechatzer anizik, and that's why Allah is going to be chayev. The Gemara says not buchak. Kedamar Rava, you could say pshat in this brisa the way Rava explained a different brisa. What did Rava say to explain that other brisa? Bekayfetzas. Now, what that other b'risa was, we'll see in a minute. But for now, Rav said one word. He said about a b'risa where there was no mention of an animal jumping, that you want to know what was going on over there? The animal was jumping. We'll make the same exact akimt over here. It's talking about where the animal was jumping. What's the point? For an animal to jump and eat someone else's food, his own food, for that matter, is Mishona. If it's Mishona, it's told to the Karen, and that's why Yechayev in Rishon Rabbah. Oh, my nafkemina, if it's the first time it happened, you'd only be Chayev Chatzin But the point is that 
what happened over here was a kaifat says, and that's why Yechayev has nothing to do with Ilfa's halacha. This is the reason. Something about Hechet Madirava. Okay, we did Rava say this halacha. We mentioned it. We might as well know the rest of the story. He said regarding something Rabbi Yishi. He said, Behemah Beshusar Rabbim. If you have a Behemah Beshusar Rabbim, if the animal walks and eats, then you're potter. Shame Beshusar Rabbim. If the animal stands in one place and eats, he's going to be chay. So the Gemara says, the Bnei Yeshiva heard this, and they said, I understand what's the difference if it's walking or standing, but. We're micromanaging every move of the animal. If it's orche, it's orche. On my rabbis, rabbis said, you're right. There's no difference in walking and standing. The kaifet says, the reason you were chayef in the case that you're chayef, or the reason we sometimes view it as lav orche, is the kaifet says, the bottom line is, that's going to be like kimta over here in this b'raisa, and you have no raya to what ilfa says. Again, what was ilfa's halacha? That even though Shemesh Yisrael is pot there, but if a behemoth would eat off the back, literally, of another behemoth, so the Allah is, in that case, you'd be Chayyibish Yisrael Why? Because we view the other animal as the Chatzar Hanizik, thus it's Ubir Bistayachar, and for that reason, you'd be Chayyib. We thought we had a Makar from a so we don't. Bayi Rav Zeira. Rav Zeira had any Bayi Misgalgel Mahu. Now, there's a Machloikis, Rashi and Toysvis. How to learn these next words? Meaning, the case of Misgalgal, we're going to learn the Gemara the way Rashi learns the Gemara. It was Tfu and Rishosayachid. And the animal was standing Rishosayachid and he was schlepping the food from the Rishosayachid to the Rishosayachid. So Misgalgal, the way Rashi learns is, is the animal is rolling the food towards it. So the animal is standing Rishosayachid, the food is in Rishosayachid. The animal's eating in Rosh Hashanah, but he took the food from the Rosh Hashanah. My, what's the halacha? In other words, do we view this as Shem Rosh Hashanah, Potter, or do we look at it as Shem Rosh Hashanah? What are the two tzadim? Do you look at where the animal ate it? Animal ate it Rosh Hashanah, or do you look at where the food was taken from? That the animal ate, and that was Bishul Sayyachid. Now Rashi says for the same price, Rav Zeir could have asked the question in the reverse. What would be if the animal was Bishul Sayyachid and the Amir was in a Rishul Sayyachid? Either way, this is the Shailah. So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a right. Tanri, Rabbi Chiyah had a b'raiso that said, Masui, Miktsasai Bifnim, U Miktsasai Bechotz. So you have, Rashi says, an Amtachas Malaya Sayyachid. You have a basket that's full of Sayyachid. Now, half of this basket was in a Rishul Hayachid Bifnim. And half of it was in Rosh Hashanah and Bechot. Achla b'fnim, if the animal ate b'fnim, chayeves. Achla b'chot, peturim. So Rabbi had a bracelet that was a little sosom. So you have a, an amtachas, at least that's what we think it is now, that's Malaya sa'irim. Half of it is in Rosh Hashanah and half of it is in Rosh Hashanah and the animal's eating. The question is now we chayev a potter. Says the bracelet, achla b'fnim chayeves, achla b'chot, potter. So the says, my love, what's the case? Probably miskal gavasi. Meaning, what Rabbi is saying is, if the animal is standing inside, then he's chai for everything. If the animal is standing outside, he's potter from everything. In other words, we don't care where the food was taken from. Because in this case, some of the food's inside, some of the food's outside. The only thing we care about is, so you see, you don't go to the food. Where's the behemoth? Where's he standing when he's eating? That's what matters. So this is in this mamash So the Gemara says, For the same price that you touch the b'raisa, that means that 
wherever the animal is, that's what's going to determine the Allah. I can tell you, punk fakert. Achla b'fnim means that you chayef for what was inside. Achla b'chutz means you're part of what was outside because we don't care where the animal is. The only thing we care about is where the food came from. Ibai is saying what the says, or you could say a different terrace that really we go bustle where the animal is. However, ki kamer rabchia. Rabchia was talking about a, a very unique case, pepsila das pasta. He was talking about a very long stalk of aspasta. The point is, it wasn't a whole bunch of individual kernels of grain. But rather, what happened over here was he had these long stalks of aspasta. Part of the aspasta was bifnim, and part of the aspasta was bachot. Being that the etzim food is miktasi bifnim or miktasi bachot, so then, how do we determine whether you should be chayi v'pater? Zil then you go basa v'hemah. So we the food itself is partially here and partially there. Meaning, I have food here and I have food there. Could be you always go basa the food. But when the etzim chefts of the food is a food that's here and there, so then you can't go bust the food because it's just as much bifnim as it is bachutz. So it's only there that you would have to go bust the behim. So what just happened? Reb had a shayla. The shayla was where the animal is bifnim bachutz and the food is bifnim bachutz. Meaning the animal's in one location and the food is in another location. You're dining shem Do you go bust the animal or do you go bust uh, the food? Reb wasn't sure. The Gemara thought it had a brisa. The Gemara thinks that Achla Bafnim means if the animal is Bafnim, Chayeves. Achla Bachutz means if the animal is Bachutz, is your potter. So you say, Marius, where do we go, Basa? We go, Basa, the animal. The Gemara has two dichoyim. Either that's not what it means. It doesn't mean Achla Bafnim, the animal's Bafnim. It means Achla Bafnim, Achla Masha Bafnim. And then the Gemara says, if you're not comfortable with that because you think it's a little bit dachok, and you hold Achla Bafnim has to mean that the animal is Bafnim, I could still be doichet. It's still not a right. Because I could tell you, Hacha Bamaya Skinon, Bepsila Das Pasta. So either way, if you want to be Matchik the Braisa, which the Gemara usually doesn't have such a problem doing, then there's an easy way out. Then the price just as equally could be saying the other side of Reb Zaira. If you hold no, it's clear it's saying this sad because achla bifnim doesn't mean achla masha bifnim. And we're not in the mood of doing an edit now. Beseder, there's still an etzer. It's an akimta, but it's easier to make an akimta in a brisa than to maybe change the gerson of rice, but regardless, still hocha, still hocha, you don't have a right. The next line of Mishnah was, When is this all true? Then the Allah is going to be potter. Now, when we learned the Mishnah, we mentioned that from the Mishnah, it sounds a little bit like that line is a qualifier in everything that was previously stated. So again, the Mishnah is talking about Ketzer Hashem Uedas. What's the Allah? Lecho es then the Mishnah says that if an animal would eat something that's not roila, such as ksus and kalim, pish, the halach is, you'd be chayiv chatzinezik. Then the Mishnah says, right, line three, ba'med varmamurim b'shosanizik, avu b'shosarabim pata. Now, the Muslim that line in the Mishnah is saying what we already know, that Shem Rishosarabim is Pater. But being that it came after the line of Achlek, Susay Kelim, Hashem, Chatzin, Nezek, so it sounds a little bit like it's also a commentary on that. And it sounds like that if an animal would eat Susay Kelim, Shus Harabim, Dalach would be Pater. Which at first glance, doesn't really have Havana, because Achlek, Susay Kelim, the Mishnah says, Hashem, Chatzin, Nezek, which means it's a told of Karen, in which case... The Hilchaisein of Karen is Tamim Muid, it's not Rishos Arabim, thus the is that Lachuri Yishnabi Chayiv, so 
Pashup Shah in the Mishnah is definitely something that at first glance is a little tonbir, and it's on that that this next discussion of the Gemara is coming to be mefarish. So, Achlo Ksus Vechulu Avo Beshus Arabim Potter in brackets. As the Gemara, hi. That line, which part of the Mishnah is it referring to? Amarav, Rabba said, Akulu. It's going back on everything in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, my timer. And what's the Gemara's Kasha, my timer? Bishloima, Shame Beshus Arabim Potter Beshus Arabim, I understand. But, that's Karen. So my time, should you be Potter? Said Rab, it's for a whole different reason. It's not It's not based on But rather, it's based on a, a general Because any person that makes a Shinoi, and somebody else's Mishana on this thing that was already Mishana, Pater Dalach is Pater. Meaning, if somebody puts something in a vulnerable position, and then someone else goes and is masik that, so the halach is that someone else is going to be Pater. What's the point? If you had Ksus and Kalim, then don't have tainas on my shar, on my chamar for going and eating it. What do you think was going to happen, right? Mayasa shavala yachta, as we've said a few times. So this was somewhat understandable. So you're right. Be'etzim, Karen is chayev, Rishon But you are Mishana by keeping your ksus v'kelem there. And being that you are Mishana, so now we plug in this general principle of kolam Mishana ba'acha v'shina by potter, and that's why you're going to be potter. So again, Bamed von Amurim is going sai when the behemoth ate royal law, sai when it ate ain't royal law. Obavalad mitameh, it's not for the same reason. When it eats a royal law, the reason you're potter is because it's chayev, Rishon Sarabim. That's Xeris HaKosov. When you ate a dove she'ena royalah, the reason your potter is else this din of kolam ashana ba'achav ashina by potter. Either way, this is the way Rav learned to Mishnah. Shmuel, Kamuvin, learned differently. V'shmuel, Amash, Shmuel said, Lashon, all the Paris Virakis. Now, when the Mishnah said that Medvar Mamur, Bishus Rabbi, you're going to be potter, was only referring to Paris Virakis, because that's Shem Bishus Rabbi, Potter. But Ksus Vekelem, Chayavis, but as it relates to Ksus Vekelem, you're going to be Rish Lokish said, like Rav, that is referring to everything. And Rish Lokish is Lishitas. I mean, we just explained Rav that it's based on this din of kolam ashana ba'achav ashina by potter. If Rav says that, and Rish Lakish says the same thing that Rav says, obviously Rish Lakish also holds Kala Mashana, that happens to be Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish says, Shtay Paris, Bishos Arabim, there were two Paris in Rish Lakish, Achas Rebutza, Achas Malachas, one was sitting, and the other one was walking, Bata Malachas Berebutza, and the animal that was walking kicked the animal that was sitting, Ptura, the Allah is, you're going to be Pater, Rebutza Bimalachas Chayavis, if the one that was sitting kicked, he's going to be Chayav. So again, what happened? If you have two animals, one is sitting and one is walking, the one that was walking kicked the one that was sitting is going to be potter. Now, kicking, bi'ita, shtoising is a tolda of karen. Karen b'shosarabim is chayef. So why you potter? The reason you potter is because the animal that it kicked was revutza. And being that it was revutza, he was a mashana. Right? Revitza is also told of the Karen. It's something out of the ordinary. But the point is, is that he was doing something out of the ordinary. I mean that he was doing something out of the ordinary. Rishlokish is the one who said this aloha of Kalamishana. So can move him with Shitasa. He learned the Mishnah like Rad, that Bamed Varmamurim is going not only on the shame part of the Mishnah, but it's going on the Karen part of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yechanan Amar. What did Rabbi Yechanan say? So we have Rav Shita Shmuel Shita Rishlokish Shita. So obviously you knew Rabbi Yechanan was coming. So what did he say? Well, the Paris Virakos. He said, you know, the Mishnah says, "But Medvam Murin, who's Dafka referring to Paris Rocks, referring to Shein." But as it relates to Ksus Vikelim, you're going to be Chayev. Says the Gemara, "Leimer Rabbi Yochanan, Leslie the Rish Lakish, Afilu B'Shtei Paris." It sounds like Rabbi Yochanan doesn't hold of the Din Kolam Ashana Abach Avashina by Potter, right? Because he learns that in the case of Achlok Ksus Vikelim, that Yemeshalim Chatzin Ezek, even 
So if that's the case, does he also not hold the Rishlokish's din of Shtei Paris, Achas Rebutz of Achas Malachas, Batam Malachas Rebutz of Tura? Right, we just said that the two Allahs are one and the same. It's Mletamayu. So is that the case? Mara says, no. Really, he holds of the Svar of Kolam Ashana, Ubach Abashina by Potter. Aye, so why then was he not Mepharish the Mishnah like Rav and Rishlokish? The reason is because he holds it's not a Shinoik. It's the derech for a person sometimes to leave his clothing out and the Rishos Arabim and, you know, let it dry. But uh, for an animal to do Revitza, that's already out of the ordinary. So the reason Rabbi Yochanan, and maybe Shmuel also for that matter, but the Gemara says it in Rabbi Yochanan, the reason Rabbi Yochanan was chaylik in Pshat Tov in the Mishnah is not because he argued with the Yisoyed of Kolam Hashanah, Ubach Abashinah by Pata. Loyal means mask him to the Yisoyed. He rather holds it's not a Shinoid. So everybody maybe holds Kolam Hashanah, Ubach Abashinah by Pata. But at the same time, the Machloikis is a more nuanced Machloikis. So the Gemara really has two Mahalchem had to learn the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Bamedvar Mamurim is referring only to the Shame part of the Mishnah, Shame Mishnah Rabbah, we know it's Potter. Or is it even referring to the Karen part? If it's referring to the Karen part, obviously, Shteta, Klau, Kolam, Ashana, Bach, Abashina, by Potter, that's big. Machloikis, Sai, Rabin, Shmuel, Sai, Rabbi Yechen, Rishlakish. Rav and Shmuel on one side of the ledger, and Shmuel and Rabbi Yechen on the other side of the ledger. What is the Machloikis? The Gemara is to start him. Either it's a major Machloikis, they're arguing in the Yisoyed of Kol HaMashan, Obach HaMashinu by Pater. Rav and Rishlokish hold, that is the Halacha, Shmuel and Rabbi Yechen hold not. Inami, everyone's moida to the Yisoyed, it's more of a technical Machloikis. Do we see a person who leaves his Ksos Fekelem and Roshos Rabim as doing something out of the ordinary to trigger the rule of Kol HaMashan, Obach HaMashinu by Pater? or not, either way, moving along. So again, in a very, very loaded daf, we now begin, which in many ways is the most famous part of Babakama Dachaf, which will take us very much into tomorrow's daf. And that is a discussion of the next line of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, stating that, This is a very, very important line. So although, you eat Paris Virakis, that doesn't belong to you, your potter. It's the Hilchay saying of shame. However, assuming the animal had anah, which probably did, just ate lunch, so you have to reimburse the owner of the Paris Fiorakis the value of the hanah that your animal had. Meaning, if you're viewed a mazik, if this would have taken place, we wouldn't assess the value of the hanah, we would assess the value of the damage. Whatever the damage was, that's what you're going to have to pay. But, being that it happened with Shosarabim, your potter, you don't have to pay the value of the damage, but you do have to pay the value of the Hana. What's the question the Gemara is about to ask? How in the world do you even assess that? Says the Gemara, the Kamo, Sarabah, Amarabah said, the Chiddush of Masha Nehenes versus Masha Azika is, if you're Mazik, so you figure out what the value is, and that's what you pay. Over here, what we do is, we ask the owner, what would you pay right now for your animal to be fed and for it not to cost you money? And the way we assess it is, give me the most biligam meichel behema, which is amer, kash, teven, it's mama straw, it's hay. And that's what you're going to pay, regardless of what it is that the animal actually ate. So the animal could have eaten a steak dinner just now, like we saw earlier, maybe sitting at a table even. But the point is, he might have eaten a... 
you know, a hundred dollar a head meal, but you're going to pay him a dollar and a quarter because at the end of the day, that's what you would have fed him. And that's what cash for Tevin would have cost. That's the way Rabbi views it. Rabbi Amar says no. We look at what he ate, stating that you don't pay the full market value, you discount it. You pay like the wholesale price. The maize so'erim bazaar. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Baba Basra that says you pay two-thirds of what it really costs. Meaning you get a 33% reduction and that's what you have to pay. And that's the Afkamina between the May Hezek versus the May Hanaz. So you have two sheetas. Rabba, Rava, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabba, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabba, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabba, Rashim, Echoyam, Rashim, Echoyam, 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 That is exactly what Rabba said. Pay cash for heaven. Tanya Kavasi, the Rabba, in the Hennis, Mishalemis, Mash, in the Hennis, Ketzad, Ochla, Kavi Kabayim, if somebody ate Kavi Kabayim, the animal that is ate, I mean, you don't say to Shalim, the Mayan, pay him back. Ella, Oynum, Kama, Odom, Roitzel, Lahachilo, the Behemtoi, Dove, Aroilo, Amphalpi, what we do is, is we ask, okay, listen, I understand this animal maybe just ate a better meal than you usually serve your animal, but at the same time, you'd probably be willing to pay something. Maybe if you can get at a discount, would you give it to him? The answer is yes. Okay, so we make that cheshman, and that's what you end up paying, which is where you come up with the 33% uh, price reduction. The fichach, the price of fears and says, if the animal would eat something that's bad for it, then you'd be potter. And the reason then you'd be potter is is because then you wouldn't do it at all. So being that the whole formula is, what would you pay for your animal to eat this? Well, I wouldn't pay anything because it's bad for him. It'd actually be mazakim. And being that that's the case and that over there, you would be potter. This next Gemara is a classic and it's something that Be'ez Hashem we will talk about in the coming days. So Rav Chizda told Rami Bar you know, we missed you in Bismedrash last night because there was a Shiloh that was thrown out and this was such a Geshmaka Shiloh. If you would have been there, you would have had Shtar Kana. Amar, he said, my Mili Mal Yisrael, what was the grace of that I missed? Amalei, he said, the Oilam was handling the following question. So this is Rav Chizda talking to Rami Barcham. If somebody lives in his friend's house, so somebody moves into his friend's chatzar. Chatzar literally is not a house, but a chatzar is a yard. So somebody moves into his friend's chatzar, and he lived there, spent a weekend there. The balabus didn't know anything about this. Does he have to pay him, or does he not have to pay him? So Rabbi Barachama said, I mean, I need a little more information, right? He said like this, Are we talking about a chatzar that was like Kaimel Agra? I mean, this wasn't a rental property. Where had this person not been living there, maybe it would have been rented out to someone else. Additionally, the person that stayed there was a Gavadol meaning he really had his own house. Now, why he pitched the tent in his neighbor's chatzar is a kasha famaisa. But the bottom line is, is that the person that owns the chatzar wasn't renting it to anybody else. And the person that stayed there was never going to pay rent to anybody else. In that case, I'm not sure what the shayla is. Zeloi nene, v'zeloi chaser. Sai, the guy who lived there really didn't have any momentous tigahana, because it's not like he saved money by being there for free. This guy didn't lose anything because he wasn't renting it to the other guy. Since Pasha, there's no chi of tashlum. Maybe the case is where the chatzah was kaimela agra, meaning this is a person who has a rental property and he was going to rent it. And this guy was actually looking for a rental. It just so happens he checked in, there was nobody there, so he just walked into his room and he stayed there for free. But the Gemara says if that's the case, I understand. You walk into a commercial enterprise with a 
they rent out rooms and you stayed there for free because nobody took your credit card when you walked in, so you have a half a minute, you're going to be potter, how are you going to be kind? So says, no, that wasn't the case. The case was, this chotzer was like Kaimala So this was a yid who was last minute trying to find a place to crash. And lo and behold, he ends up staying in somebody's chatzah. Now, this guy's chatzah, he's not in this uh, hospitality industry. He wasn't looking to rent it out. So the person who owns the chatzah didn't lose anything because it's not like he was going to rent it out anyways. Oh, but the Gavra, who was over the maker, who just got a free weekend, he cashed in. My, and this was the Shiloh. Now, what did the tooth start? The on my way. My chasartich. this if he's a London too, in addition to his other milers that he clearly has, so he can come and he can say, I understand, you didn't lose anything by me staying there. What's the problem? Maybe you could tell him, is Hannes. The end of the day, you had enough from me. And if you had enough from me, it's true. You wonder if I lost? No, I didn't lose. But Tachlis, you had enough from me? And if you had enough from me, maybe there's an Indian that you have to pay for the enough that you had. So, Rafhizda tells Rami Bakam, you want to know what you missed? This is what you missed. This Shaila was thrown out in the oil and with Mamish going back and forth. It was not shy. So Rami Bakam heard this and he said, On my way. He said, Seriously? What the the the, the weren't sure what Allah is Masnisan is for his mission. Amalay hi Masnisan. He said, Where's the Mishnah? Amalay said, I'm not telling you so fast. Lachita Jamishli, do something for me. I want you to be Mashamish. If you're Mashamish me, I'll tell you. No, Shakal Sudre. So he took his Sudre, Karachle, he folded it. He did something for him. He says, okay, now that you did something for me, I'm willing to tell you. And he told him that the Mishnah is in Bavakama, and it's on the few tests on the days. It's in Perikates of the Regal. It's the Mishnah that talks about Kates of Hashem Muedes. And what does it say? That Hashem is to Rabbin, which is Potter. But in the Hennis, Mishalem is Machananes. Oh, so you see, there's a new Indian that even though I'm not Chayav Atzmasek, but there's a, if I had a nod from you, Mishalem is Machananes. So you're right. I take didn't cause you any damage. My chasartich. But you had hanah. And being that you had hanah, so it's for that reason that the halach is that you are going to have to pay. So you see clearly that even when there's no chiv nizokin, but there still is a chiv for the hanah. So Rava heard this exchange, and Omar Rava, Rava said, it's one of the most beautiful lines in Shas. He says, someone that's gabed marisayit, someone that has yat deshmaya, he has nothing to worry about. Meaning, I'm only yid posh that has yat deshmaya, and whatever, it's a knack. He said, Rambam Chom said something to Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda, right? Rav Chizda was, and he bought it. She said, oh wow, you said so good. Mice, what he said made no sense. The Territ says, Rami Bachoma was a bar mazel. So he said, If you're a Gabbard Marisai, you don't have to be chol, you don't have to be chilu you don't have to be scared, you don't have to be worried. Because you're going to be able to say something that makes no sense. And, and even the God of Adar will say, I hear. The Afag after, like, tell me the Masis and give me the Because even though he has no Shaykhist to the Mishnah, right? Why is there no Shaykhist to the Mishnah? What are you talking about? In the case of the Mishnah, it's a Zen Now you're right, there's no Chiv Nezakin. That's where Rabbi Muhammad was coming from. There was no Chiv Nezakin. But that's because there's a halacha that says, Ubir v'steyachar, that Shemesh HaSarabim is going to be potter. But you can't tell me it's Zen Nene v'zaloi chaser. But over here, in this case, where it's Zen Nene, and there's Becheftza no chaser. 
Maybe it's going to be different. So the Gemara says, Rami Barchama. What was Rami Barchama thinking? Stam Peiroy's Bishos Harabim Afkure Mafkulo. He held that if somebody leaves his parents, Bishos Harabim, he was Mafkurit. And if he's Mafkurit, then really it's Loy Chaser. And being that it's really Loy Chaser, so therefore it is a case of Zenan of Zaloy Chaser. If he was Mafkurit, then why are you paying Mashanenis? What's going on over here? So Toysfus says, very cryptically, Loy Ligamri. You have to say he was Mafkurit, but he wasn't Mafkurit 100%. You ever heard of like uh, Halba Hefker? The Imkain Afilu Masha Nehenis Lemeshali. Ella Misyayish Mehem. He was Miyayish. Shesavashe is Kalklu Machmasharabin Darsan Aleim. Ad Shaloya Vayu Ella Ludme Masha Nehenis. He wasn't Mafkurit, Mafkurit, because then he would have zero claim on it. But he was Miyayish up until the value of Mashanenis, and that's why he still has a Tfiyah Mashanenis. We'll leave this for the London. But the bottom line is, this is the story between Rami Barcham and Rav Chiza that we will get back to. Either way, so what's the greatest Shail over here? The Shail is if someone is Dar B'chatzah Chaveroi Shaloi Midaitoi. And the case is, you have a Chatzah Deloi Kaimel Agro, but a Gabra that's over the make. So it's Zen Nehenna, because it's a Gabra Dabra Dameger, but it's Zeloi Chatzah, because it's a Chatzah Deloi Kaimel Agro. And the question is, Yuchayev Potter, where it's or not, and the Gemara really from here into tomorrow's daf is going to discuss the Shiloh, we'll just make the Haskala, and then we'll pivot into some rate. Says the Gemara Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, in the beginning of Masechus Bava Basro, Hamakiv Kaveir Mishalish Ruchaisa, Sarashi drew a picture to help us understand a little bit what this case is. So some Erevin vibes here. But the case is that Shimon has a field and Ruvain owns three fields that surround Shimon's one field on three of the four sides of Shimon's field. So the picture's worth a thousand words. Clearly Rashi felt so as well. So again, Shimon has a field on one side, another side, another side, like a ches. Ruvain has fields surrounding it. On one side, it's completely exposed. Says the Mishnah, the God are sorry, Shoina, Hashlishis, if Ruvain went. So Ruvain's the one that owns the outer fields. He decided that he wanted to have a fence between his three fields and Shimon's one field that was in the middle. So he made a gather on the three sides. Ain Mechaiv and Oisleit. Allah is, we're not Mechaiv Shimon to be Mishtatif. Even though Shimon is benefiting from the fence just as much as Ruvain is benefiting from the fence, right? They're equally benefiting from it. There's a fence now between those two properties. But at the same time, it's Ruvain built it, so Ruvain's going to pay for it. Shimon, although he's benefiting from it, he's not chayif to pay. Now, the Mishnah said that if the fields were on three sides, Thus, the fences were on three sides. Then he's not chayev. So the Gemara makes a diak. What would be if Reuben had a fourth field and the fourth field was on the fourth side and he would build a fence there so now Shimon is completely boxed in. So then the halach is he would be chayev. Why? The svar is like this. The svar is that Kolkama, the field of Shimon is only surrounded on three sides so Shimon doesn't really have so much ana from it. And being that he doesn't have so much ana. So, therefore, you can't be mechaiv me to pay. If you box in my field legamri, so now I'm completely protected. Right? When Shimon's field is surrounded on three sides, so it helps him 75%, but it doesn't help him 100%. Ruvain was helped because Ruvain's fields are all boxed in. <clears throat> he needed the separation between his and Shimon's. But being that Shimon is still exposed on one side, so it didn't help him enough. And being that it didn't help him enough, he's going to be chai. But it sounds like if it would help, Shemin, because he boxed him on all four sides, he would be chayv. Shmamina, what do you see from here? Zenena, 
Why is this Zen Nen of Zeloi Chaser? Zen Nen of Shimon is having Anah, assuming he backs him on, on all four sides. Vizeloi Chaser, so it's not Mamish a perfect Zeloi Chaser, which the Gemara is going to say in one second. It's Loi Chaser to Ruven because Ruven's doing it anyways. That's why it's a Chaser. It is Chaser. It costs him $1,000 to build this whole matzah here. But at the same time, he was anyways doing it. So we look at it as Zen Nen of Zeloi Chaser. You see clearly, Zen Nen of Zeloi Chaser is Chayev. But the Gemara says, no, Shani Hosim, the Amrale, you can tell him, at Garamtali, this is a little bit different, and the reason he would be chayiv is because at the end of the day, Shimon is playing a role in what's happening over here. Ruvain would not have to make these fences were not for Shimon, and being that Ruvain would not have to make these fences without were not for Shimon. So Shimon is a shikul baldover over here, and being that is shikul baldover. This is different than your classic zen and of his brings another similar case. Tashma Am Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yosi said, "Im Ahmad Nikif What would be again? We're Ruvain is surrounding Shimon on three sides. And then he did not make a fence on the fourth side, just on the three sides. The Nick of Shimon went and he made a, a fence on the fourth side. So then Dalach is Megaldon Olavasakal. Now already he's going to have to be Mishtatif with everything that Ruvain did. Now, time of the God, uh, Nikif. It sounds like the only reason he's going to be Chayiv is because the Nikif went ahead and he did it. Ha Makif. But let's say the case was where the Makif made it Potter. In that case, it would be Potter. Not like what the implication was from the Stam Braisa, from the Stam Mishnah. Shema Mino, you see from his Zen and Vizal Echasa Potter. So you see Rabbi Yossi holds that being that it's a Zen and Vizal Echasa, really you're going to be Potter. Because it sounds like for Rabbi Yossi, only if the Nikif makes the fourth wall is the Nikif going to now have to partake in the payment. If the Makif would make all four walls, the Dalach would be different. The Mordech Shani Yossi, it's different. The Amalei told him, or he can't tell him, meaning he could say, it's true, I'm having a no, but I didn't need such a fancy wall. I could have made a wall that was a Barzuza with a whole value of the wall would be nothing. So it's true, you're giving me a no, but it's not a, a, a no that really has any value to me, and I'm chayif to pay. Meaning if somebody needs a place to sleep at night, you have to pay whatever fear market value is. And by the way, when you're uh, paying mashanenis, we saw already, the machlik is rabbin rabbin, how we cheshbeni, you're not going to pay full dollar amount, we're going to discount it. But at least a discounted rate you have to pay. Over here, I can tell you that I would have gotten away with a barzuza. My whole payment would have been nothing. And being that it would have been nothing, I'm not mechaif to pay you at all. Toshma. Another riot from another Mishnah. And this is a Mishnah. The very, very end of Mesechtis Bava Metziah. So there were two people that they lived in the same house. One person lived on the first floor. He lived in the bias. And the second person lived on the second store. Second floor. Second story. He lived in the Aliyah. And the whole thing came falling down. I'm a Balali, the Balabayas. And Balali went to the Balabayas and he told him, Live nice. I need you to please build your first floor so I can build now my second floor. And he writes, so he doesn't want to. So now the Balali is stuck, right? Because, you know, you can't have an Aliyah if you don't have the main floor. And he has nowhere to live. So the Allah is like this. The Balaliyah has a right to build the main floor floor, the Yoshiba, and he could live there. I mean, he doesn't have to build his Aliyah yet. <coughs> he could stay on the main floor. Until the Baal Habayis gives the Baal Aliyah <coughs> his Yitzias. He has to pay him for whatever his expenses were. And then, already, he has a Chiv to start building the Aliyah. So, the Gemara says, Yitzi Yosef, who the Mechaev lay Baal Habayis. 
It sounds like he has to reimburse him, meaning he has to pay him for the Yitzios, but as it relates to Shoroi, as it relates to him paying rent for a living in his house, that's not something he's going to have to do. Shmamino, what do you see from here? Zen Nehenna, Vizeloi Chaser Potter. It sounds like Zen Nehenna, Vizeloi Chaser Potter. Why doesn't he have to pay him rent? So, Balkarchach, you see, because although I'm having Ano, you're not losing from me being there. Because you weren't building it anyways. So therefore, I'm part of it. It's different. The base of Aliyah is And being that base of Aliyah is Mishtabit, meaning there's like a Shibud for the Bala Bayis to have to build his Bayis in order for the Bala Aliyah to be able to live in the Aliyah. So therefore, he has a little bit of a Shaykhis to the Bayis, does the Bala Aliyah, and that's why he's going to be part of it. But I'll tell you, maybe Zen Nene would be Chayv. Over here, it's going to be different. Toshma, another Raya. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, in this Mishnah, that in this case, no, if the Bala Aliyah is living in the Bala Bayis' house, he's actually going to have to pay him Shkare. Shmami, you know, you see from here, Zen Nene he takes the other position. Obviously, he says he's chayv. It's a zen man of a chaser. So why my chayv? Shani chaser. And the Mara says, no, there it is a chaser. Mishum shachri rusa da'ashaisa. Because if you live in somebody else's house, so inevitably you're going to cook there, you're going to bake there, and the smoke that's going to come from the tan and the rechayim is going to make a little bit of a mess. And therefore, there's a chaser. And if it's a chaser, it's going to be a problem. Meaning, you live in somebody's sadeh or emphasize the world word. You live in somebody's chatzar, so there, there's no wear and tear. And you're not depreciating this, the value of the chatzar in any way. That's why the Gemara dehers it as a loy chatzar. If I'm in the rental business, but if I'm not in the rental business, and I'm not depreciating, so what's the problem? I'm a regular loy chatzar. If you live in somebody's kitchen, then you're already depreciating. In that case, it's going to be different. One last Gemara. They ask Ravami Dishayla. If somebody lives in Chatzach Averoi, Shaloi Bishos, you're going to be Chayi Omari said, What did he do to him? Why did he make him lose? What did he damage? Meaning, why should he be Chayi? Rabbi Abba was sent to Shaila, and he said, We have to be Ma'ayin a little bit. So they sent him a Shaila, and Hadr Shalchua Kamed Rabbi Abba, they sent to the Shaila again, meaning they were very, very. Antsy. They really wanted to know the halacha, so they were pushing him a little bit. So he asked Yashayla, and they didn't get a response. They sent like a follow-up uh, telegram. So they wanted to know, no, tachlis, what's the halacha? So, so when he heard it the second time, Omar, he said, Kule hai sholchu I says, why are you sending me so many Shailas? He said, Ilu miloy shalachna I would know the answer. I would tell you. You asked me the question once. I told you I'm going to look into it. I don't need follow-up reminders. When I have an answer, I'm going to let you know. Either way, on that note, we conclude today's daf portion of the daf. So, again, there's so much going on over here. As it relates to the last part of the daf of Hadar, which, by the way, ties into the sugi of Kaifan Ali this time. I am the top toysfus on Davchaf on the days. That's something that we will, Be'ezer Hashem, talk about tomorrow. As it relates to today, I want to go back to the first part of the daf. And that is, the Mishnah began and said, muedas. The answer was, And then the Mishnah said, muedas, so the Gemara and Daf Yudzayin Amidez asked that why did the Mishnah have to repeat itself? Isn't that redundant? Now the truth is, the first Mishnah of the Perek, Ketzad HaRegal Muedes, also began with a redundancy. Ketzad HaRegal Muedes, L'Shabah B'Derech 
And then the Mishnah said some tzvaitamol. But the Gemara said that Mishnah doesn't bother me. Why? Because Tana Ovis, the Tana told us. Ketan Haregel, that's the Av, Regel. But Habehim Amuedes is talking about where it was Mazik in some other way. Derechibucha, albeit. So the Regel is clearly the Av. That's Fishilach, Zuha Regel, Meshalche Regel. And then Habehim, which doesn't say the word Regel, will be the Talda. But by Shane, they're both the Av. Ketan Hashem Muedes. Lechel es and Abehema Muedes Lechel Peres Viarokes. They're both achila. They're both eating b'steyacher. They're both ubir. They're both ta'av. So freighting Gemara Bishleim, but by regular was repeated because Tanavus for Tanat Aldus. But by Shane, it's the same thing. They're both Avis. So why was it mentioned twice? And the Gemara said, "I'm Rav Ash." The reason it was mentioned twice is because the Mishnah wanted me to know that the Allah of Shane is true. If it's a Chaya, if it's a Behema. Why would you have thought there's a difference? So Ravashi explained. So good, I mean, I would have thought the Shilach has been being that it says in the Torah, the Shilach has been So maybe Behema in Chayalot. Maybe the only time this Halach is going to be true is if it's Be'iroi, if it's Taka Behema. But if it's a Chayah not, Kamash Malon, the Chayah Bechlal Behema. Mishnah wants us to know there's no difference between a Chayah and a Behema. And that's why you chazed it to teach me that it's true, love dafka for Be'iroi. It's going to be true for Achai as well. Toysis, on the top of Daf Yud Zayin asks, so you're telling me that I needed the Mishnah in Shane, the redundancy of it, to know that when it says in the Torah, the Shilach has Be'iroi, Ubir B'steyachar, that love dafka behem. Hu adin Chai. Why? Because Chai is doch Bechlau behem. The Mishnah Daf Aleph, we learned this part of the Mishnah, in the beginning of today's Daf said, The Mishnah said that a Tarnagol, that's Mazik, Regel, or Tzreirois, the Allah is, is included in Regel. Now a Tarnagol is not a Behemoth, a Tarnagol is L'chayr and Oif. But it's not a Behemoth. So you see already in the Mishnah that Behemoth is loved after. So Freyk Toysvis, why do I need the Mishnah on the Afyut Testament base to tell me that Be'iro is loved after? I know it already from the Mishnah here on the bottom of the Afyut Zayin Abad Aleph. It says, Toysvis, Afal Gaf, it's a good aura. And I take see it by Rago, but it was Nikhale, it was Gishmak for the Tana to tell to me by Shane as well. Meaning, why is it only Gishmak for the Tana? Maybe the Tana should have to tell to me by Shane. I mean, it was like Kasha. Please ask a Kasha that I know Behemoth's Lav Dafka by Rego. Therefore, why does the Tana have to tell me Behemoth's Lav Dafka by Shane? Maybe Rego Lachod, Vishane Lachod. So what's the answer? The answer, of course, is because the Pasuk in Shein Regal is the same Pasuk. V'shilach has Be'iroi, and that Be'iroi was Be'ir B'steyachar. It's the same Be'iroi. So Toysna says that really it didn't have to, because if Be'iroi of Regal is Lavdafka, then Valkarchach Be'iroi of Shein is also Lavdafka. But Nichalai, it's Kishmak for the Tana, they teach me the Salach, side by Regal, side by Shein, even though the Tana speaks so Belosh and Ketzara, right? We know Rav's Mida of Shaskonus came from Rabbeinu HaKadosh. But Afal Pikain, Afal Pikain, it's still Michalu, and that's why the Tana said it the way it said. The Shittim Akubet says, however, says a different parents. 
brings from one of the Rishonim that said a different Mahalik to answer Taisa's Kasha. Again, what's Taisa's Kasha? Then why do I need the Mishnah by Shane to tell me? That a shame the chaya is included in chain. I know from the Mishnah that he's Zayin Amaralif. Hatarne Goyim Boadim Lahalif Kedarkan and a tarne Goyim is Oichin Not a Behemah. So you see, the Iroy is Lab Dafka. Says the Shita Mekubet says that had I only had the Mishnah here in Ketzer Aregel, I would know that a chaya or an oif is included in the parsha of Nezakin. However, I wouldn't necessarily know. That a chaya that is mazik b'shem v'regel is potter b'shos Now that the Mishnah included it on the Yutes Amid base, and the Mishnah said clearly, a keitzad Hashem muedes lachal seroyula, habehema muedes lachal peres v'yirakos, and then it says b'medvar amurim b'shos anizik, avu b'shos arabim potter. So I know that the halacha of b'shos arabim potter is true not only for behema, but I know it's also true for chayas and oifas as well. The fact that if a Tarnagal is Maziki Chayiv, that I know from Dafyut Zayin of an Aleph. And there'd be no reason, there's no Nicholos, Tam in the Veltarayin. You're right, it would not have been mentioned in the Mishnah Yutas on the base. But there's a halacha, a very important halacha, a pun intended halacha, the Hilchay Seir of Shein Veregel. That's not something that I would know from the Mishnah Dafyut Zayin of an Aleph. Because that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah Daf Yitzayim and That was erst mentioned in Daf Yitzayim and And that's why here, in the context of Ahmed Varim Amurim, in Ketzar Hashem Uedas, the time of the Mishnah told me that not only are you Chayev, where it's a Chayin and Oif, but you're going to have the Hilchayseim of the Chayis Oifas as well. So you say, Meres, that you're going to be part of Bishosara. So the Briskarov in Hilchis Niskei Mamin, and yeah, in that Briskarov that we spoke about, so he brings from the Beis Halevi, that the Beis Halevi asked the obvious cash on the Shittim Mekubatzas. He says, if the halach is that a Tarnagol and a Chaya, they're included in Shein Varegel, how would I know that they're included in Shein Varegel? Obviously, they're learned out somehow from Shein Varegel. Obviously. Now, could be it's learned out direct. Maybe it's a toilda. Maybe it's learned out from the Mahatsad. Probably the Mahatsad, right? Because if you're going to want to learn Tarnagal from a behema, so you're going to say, Mala behema, that's a behema. So what would I respond? Eish is not a behema. Bor which is not a behema. Mava Adam which is not a behema. So you probably would work with the Mahatsad. But at the end of the day, Bishrotshoi, how would I know regular of a Tarnagal? I would learn it from regular of a behema. How would I know Shane of a Tarnagal? I would know it from Shane of a Behemoth. So if I have to come on to the Behemoth, and the Behemoth is part of Bishos Arabim, so Dayulov and Adil, so how is it possible that there would be a Havamina, that a Tarnagal would be Chayv, I feel the Bishos Arabim, that the Shita says, that's why I need the second Mishnah here, and after your test on the base, Lechor it's Hapelo. Zok the Briskarov, what's the terrorist to the base of Levi's Kasha? I'm not going to chazer now. But what's the terrorist to the base of Levi's Kasha? His whole Yusoid. The terrorist is, it's not true. Because if I would only know the shame of a Tarnagal, if I'd only know the shame of a Chai or the regal of a Chai or the regal of a Tarnagal from the Ma'at so Lav Davke would have the Hilchaisayim. Because the Hilchaisayim are Mesuyim to the Shem Av Nezikin. That is shayich to that halacha. And if you're going to tell me that the halacha of Shein Varegel is was said regarding Be'iroi, which is a behemoth, and not regarding a chaya, and not regarding a tarnagal, Hagam, I could, be, I could learn the tarnagal and the chaya from Be'iroi, oh, but at the end of the day, this is not the av that the Torah was talking about. And if that's the case, it wouldn't have the Ptur Shein Varegel. I was learned from Shein Varegel. 
from Be'iroi. And Be'iroi Gufa has the Ptor of Rishos Arabim. It's true it was learned from Be'iroi, and it's true Be'iroi has the Rishos Arabim. But what state in Be'iroi is Ptor Rishos Arabim? That you can't be Chayiv when you have Anol Azeker Rishos Arabim? That's not what it says. That you can't be Chayiv Derech Hilucha Rishos Arabim? The Halacha Rishos Arabim, that was the whole side of the Biskrav, is not a Havgan, the Ikrit. It's a Xeris Akosov, it's a Lachlamay Shemisina, it's a Hilchaisayan of some sorts that says that if you're Shane, you're part of Bishasarabim. If you're Regal, you're part of Bishasarabim. But it's where it was said. And if it was said by Behemoth, it would only be true by Behemoth. Now that the Mishnah said, Kate said Hashem, where does Lachas Arayullah? And then it chasms in tzvaitim ola behemim uedus lachol peris v'yirakos. And zok yavashti, what's the chazara to teach me? Chaya beklal behemo. So you say meres. Then when it says v'shilach has biiray ubiir b'steyacha biiray doesn't just mean behemo, but behe but biiray means chayis v'oifus as well. If Alts is nichlal in the Shem Be'iroi. So that means it has the Hilchay say. That means it's the Av. It's not just being learned from the Av. It's not coming to with a mad side. It is the Etzim Av. And if it's the Etzim Av, so it's Poshit that this should be included in this Allah Chalkoponim. This was the Briskerov Siyum, the Hishtikl. In fact, I don't have it in front of me, but the Lashna of the Briskerov is Be'erich. Shuv Matsasi, that really everything we're saying right now is mafurish in the Shita Mekubetzes. The Rav held that this Shita Mekubetzes is Shachra Gabi Lovon. It's 100% Rochel Pitcha Aktanam at Aklarkite, as you say. There's no other way to understand the Shita Mekubetzes. It's the terrors to the base of Levi's Kasha, and this is, if you look at the Briska Rav, Ki'ilu, the Raya Bururo, She'enol of Tshuva, to his grace, you say. But I'll just tell you one Ha'ara that I saw in the Sefer Ovoivam. It's another teretz to the base of Levi's kasha, and he prefaces this teretz by saying, So Ramart Chedik Shlita said a different mahalach, maybe to answer this kasha, and that is behektim, uh, another kushya hamifursemnes in the Oilam Yeshiva. That is, so regal is part of the What's Regal? Derechilucha. What are the Toldas of Regal? So the more brought the Brisa so many times. The Toldas of Regal are where the animal was Nichnes Olachatzer Anizik Vehizika Begufa Derechilucha. This is Eire Derechilucha. Be'ukif Shaleu, Be'shlif Shaleu, Be'prum Yishev Apiya, Be'zug Shabitzavor, Chamer Be'masoy. All these different cases that Allah is that's going to be considered Regal. So the Imre Moshe brings a Nifla Degekasha. He says that why is it that shlif she'olel, let's just pick shlif, so this load or whatever it is that's on top of the animal, that was masik. So the aloch is, it's ragel. What does it mean it's ragel? So yichayim nezek sholeh, and if it happens b'shosh rabim, you're going to be potter, right? It's ragel. B'chol hilcha yisei. So the kasha is that why is it that shlif she'olel, b'shosh rabim is going to be potter? Let every shlif she'olel be ish. Now, how would shlif shalel be ish? Very possible. A yid has a shlif. The shlif is sitting on top of his animal. This shlif right now is in a very vulnerable situation. And the reason is because a ruach metsuya, quote-unquote, could come. It could take the shlif and it can cause it the damage. What would the ruach metsuya be? This chamar just has to give zacharik, and then all of a sudden, it's going to be vulnerable that it can damage. If it damages... As the animal is walking, so it comes out that this shlif, through some ruch metzuyah, 
damaged Bahadi the Osli as it was traveling. This is like Aish, right? Isn't this Aish? This is Aish. Bechal Hidurah. This is Aish. So why is every Shliff Sheolah not Aish? Now, what would be the mile of it being Aish? Right? We'll skate to Khan if it's Regal. The there is this because Regal's part of Bishasarabim and Aish is Chai Bishasarabim. So you should be Chai for every Shliff Bishasarabim out Aish. Let's understand this a little bit better. What's the soil of Aish? Aish is you let you lit a fire. But you understand that this fire is very, very vulnerable because of the elements, right? The Ruach Metsuya can come, it can take this fire, it can cause it to spread, and then the next thing you know, it's going to cause damage. Rashi's Loshan on the that a person who lights a fire has to be all al-daita, he has to understand that it's very possible and it's shayach that all of a sudden now a wind is going to come and it's going to cause this fire to suddenly spread. So if you have a schliff that's on top of an animal, really it's the same setup. That The schliff is the proverbial fire. The animal is the proverbial ruach acheres. It's true. And if that's the case, why is that not ish? And if it's Eish, it should be Chayyab Rishas Rabbim. This is a Veltz Kasha. This is Dimre Moshe's Kasha. So, Dimre Moshe, that it's a good Kasha. But if this is a good Kasha, he says, let me ask you another Kasha. Every Regal, forget about Shlif, every single Regal, let Regal be Eish. Why? Let's look at the feast of the animal as a Dava Nifrod, as your proverbial Shlif. Right now, the schliff already became proverbial. As the proverbial schliff, we're still not sure what a schliff is, but as a proverbial schliff, which is good for the proverbial age, and now all of a sudden, you have the regal. The regal is what trampled on the steyacher. That was the koyach hamazik. The animal is the koyach achar. It's the ruach mitzuyah that moved it. And you should be chayyim. So what's the answer to that kasha? It's a klotz kasha. Why? Because the Torah said it's regal. I mean, it's very nice you were able through your super lumbus to figure out a way to turn it into Eish. I mean, the Torah said it's regal. And the Allah Chalom Eish Shemisinai of regal is, is Ubiya Besteyacher. So Zoktim Rei Moshe, once the Torah was Mechadish, a mazik called regal, and licked in the mazik fin regal, that although it meets maybe the Trunus HaNefesh of Eish, Obesim hit Eish, meaning, was steht in regal jetzt is zwei Sachen. Das is regal, und das is nicht Eish, right? Stay thought that it's the mazik of regal. It's also have got in its teras age. A guy checks off all the boxes of age. So if you now have shliv shalal and you have to figure out what it's most diamond to, so kamuvin it's more diamond to regal than it is to age, and that's why it ended up being regal. Meaning shliv could be age, but it's more regal than it is age. And the emphasis regal also could have been age. A belief in them that even though be soyda you diamond to age, you're not age. You're regal. So good. That hafka, which is true for regal, is true for shliv as well. And that's why shliv is just a rabbin. Even when you part him from regal, he's still not going to be chayyavesh. Because in the magic of regal state, that it's regal in nitesh, does state in the fact that you part him is just a rabbin. And that's going to be true for shliv. But I'll call upon him, so the Shiva wanted to say like this. He wanted to say that what would be if chayyav was not bichlal behemoth? What would be if you had now a situation where you had a Tarnagol, you had a Chayah, and it was not Pachalbeim? We didn't have this Chiddush of the Kroyaseir over here in the Mishnah, that the Chazaris Nashir Abbehemim, who had the Slach of Paris, the Yerakis, that the Taichin that is, is that Chayah is Pachalbeim. So it's true. It's true you would know that the Tarnagol is Chayah. It's true you would know it's Chayah. What was the Kasha? The Kasha that the Beis HaLevi asked, that you would know it's Chayah, but you would think it's Chayah even B'Rishos HaRabim, says the Shit of Mekubatis. How could it be Chayah even B'Rishos At the end of the day, if it's Chayah, it's Chayah Al-Tregel. 
It's Chayv al Shein. And if it's Chayv al Shein, al Shein, the regal goof is part of Bishasarabim, how could it be that this is going to be more Chayv? And this would be Chayv Bishasarabim. The terror is, you want to know you'd be Chayv Bishasarabim? You'd be Chayv al Eish. The only reason it's not Eish is while in the Mazik fin regal state of Afghan, the Torah says But it's only Afghan if you're in the parish of Regal. Where was the parish of Regal said? But now I have to figure out on my own what to do with this Chayv. So you're right. I could stow it here. I could stow it there. But so and that's why you'd be Chayyab Shusharam. The cash of the Beis Halevi was how could you be Chayyab Shusharabim? If I'm coming to me, then Shem Veregel and Shem Veregel Kuf is parted from Shusharabim. So how is it possible that Shem the Chayyab? Would be Chayyim Rishusarab. The Teretz is the Habaminu was not that Shein the Chayyim would be Chayyim Rishusarab out Shein out told of Shein. The Habaminu was that Shein the Chayyim would be Chayyim or Regal the Chayyim I should say would be Chayyim out Eish because really Regal meets all the criteria of Eish. The Shtikel Torah of the Emre Moshe. Norvas there's a Havkon the Parish of Regal. So Chayyim Bechal Behemi you're included in the Havka. But if Chayyim is not Bechal Behemi you're not included in the Havka. That was. Maybe what the Havamina, that the Mishnah had to be Masalik, and if that's the case, it's Nesyash of the Beis Kasha, and if that's the case, the Grace Raya that Marna Chris had to his Yasid would be Nostalic as well, and we will stop here.